All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And the show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier and excited enthused today to have Dr. Chitty Wampa on the show. So Chitty, Dr. Chitty uh, Wampa is a venture capital summer associate at Creative Ventures. She's done a lot of interesting stuff in health, has a strong passion for health, but I'm not going to steal her thunder. I'm, I'm just really enthused to have you on, Chitty. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Anthony. I'm very excited to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great to have you on. Glad you can carve out time to do this. And I guess what I'd love to do is maybe, you know, start off at the beginning. Let's take me back or teleport me back to where your passion for health started and, and, and maybe the series of events that you've gone through in your life that have led you to where you're at today. Yeah, I hope you have time, Antonio, because this is a very, <laughs> um, it's kind of a long story, actually. Um, so just going back to my background, I grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. So um, for anybody that knows Nigeria, it was Lagos is like the most populated city in Nigeria. And um, growing up, I was actually very aware of how difficult it was to assess any kind of healthcare. And I'm not even talking about quality healthcare. I'm just talking about the basic healthcare amenities that most people take for granted. Um, so um, looking at all this, um, in high school, I decided I wanted to be a medical doctor. Um, very fortunate to attend medical school on scholarship at the University of Bini, and I practiced as a family medicine physician for a couple of years. Um, but during this time, I was practicing as a family medicine physician in clinical medicine, actually realized that if I wanted to make the kind of impact on global healthcare that I would like to make, I had to broaden my scope from just the bedside clinical medicine um, to more, um, more innovative kind of um, ways of practicing medicine. Mm -hmm. So at this time, I also realized my love for business and technology. And my goal was to combine this passion with my healthcare expertise. So um, following this momentum, I joined a startup called MobiCure. And MobiCure was one of the pioneers telemedicine companies in Nigeria. And at MobiCure, we help mothers and children under five to um, have access to healthcare using things like SMS messaging, WhatsApp, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, it was very, very exciting to really be one of the people um, bringing this new technology to life in Nigeria. And the company had a lot of um, a lot of stride. They made a lot of stride and they attracted recognition from several NGOs. Um, but I started growing restless again. I, I realized that I was, if I stayed in MobiCure, if I stayed in Nigeria, I was just going to be restricted to being able to provide this kind of local um, healthcare impact. And I wanted to do something really on the broader scope. So I decided to relocate to the U.S. Um, in the U.S., I knew that I would have more resources to actually pursue my goals even further. Um, so I had the opportunity, and I'm, I'm putting this mildly because I made several calls to a lot of physicians, but I got the opportunity to work as a visiting physician at a family medicine and um, family clinic in McAllen, Texas. And this was really, uh, if I'm going to attribute what was the major pivoting um, factor in my professional life, I would say that this experience was really one of the um, factors that actually pushed me really to really further in, in my career, really. Because mm -hmm. McAllen was a very interesting place to 
begin your healthcare career in the U.S. Um, as contrary to the belief I had while, while I was working in Nigeria as a physician that healthcare in the U.S. was superior, it was um, it was very high quality. The access was more than you can ever imagine. Macallan actually showed me the big disparity between um, access to healthcare and quality of healthcare in the United States. So. For people that don't really know about Macallan, Macallan is really at the border of, um, it's like 15 minutes from Mexico. So it's really um, at the border of Texas. And they had one of the highest rates of chronic disease, such as diabetes and obesity in the country. Um, in addition to this, there was the added problem of difficulty to access quality healthcare, as there was a high number of uninsured people in the city. So this helped me to really expose me to the fact that Yes, um, healthcare in the U.S. was great um, for most people, but there are also a lot of people that are actually living really in um, very disparaging situations. So in my usual fashion, I saw a problem and I decided that I wanted to play a role in solving it. Um, so I decided that um, the best thing for me to do is actually to pursue an MBA. Um, my hope was to combine my industrial expertise and experience with a top business education um, to transition into, into the part of healthcare that actually solves um, problems in healthcare. So my goal was actually to transition into healthcare invest, investing where I could help to grow and roll out new and existing healthcare companies. Um, so very fortunate to be accepted at Chicago Boots. So I'm currently in my second year at Chicago Boots. Um, for this summer, I'm working as a summer associate at Creative Ventures. Um, so Creative Ventures is a VC fund located in San Francisco. Um, at Creative Ventures, we generally invest in early stage companies within healthcare, energy and industrial space. I'm part of the healthcare investment team where I leverage my industrial expertise um, to help to conduct due diligence and make decisions on what kind of companies our firm should invest in. And it's been a great experience so far, just being at the cutting edge of healthcare and making decisions on technologies that have the potential to change healthcare and actually bridge the gap between um, healthcare in, and disparity among populations globally is really been a dream of mine and I'm very fortunate to be in this position. I love it. I love it. Chitty, no, this is super great, you know, to really, I guess a few things, uh, your passion, um, your breadth of experience from a medical perspective, passion for business, for innovations and for startups, you know, it really is the culmination. Uh, obviously it says a lot about um, the, the, the balance that you strike between the, the medical side, the business side and the innovation side. It's just profound. And, and obviously, you know, you can hear and see your passion uh, and, and how you're driven to to excel in all of these areas, and, and really that's what's needed, right? Is kind of the skill set to help companies out, to help identify these innovations, and really see and how we can take healthcare to the next level. So I really appreciate your background, your focus, and, and what you've been doing. And along Thanks. those lines, you are uh, seeing a lot of innovations. You've done a lot. You've seen a lot of contrast between uh, local health here in the, in, in the U.S. versus abroad. I'm kind of curious on what one or two things in healthcare has you most passionate today, whether it's technology focus, new business model in healthcare, or maybe just some new trends in health and well-being. But I'm just kind of curious. I'd love to hear about anything that is really capturing your fascination in health today. 
Yeah, sure. So I think for me, because of my background, um, first as a physician and now as a healthcare investor, it's been very exciting to see how much progress has actually been made in the infusion of emerging technologies to improve healthcare, um, um, to improve healthcare globally. So as we all know, traditionally, healthcare has been very slow to adapt new technologies, at least compared to when compared to some other industries. And but, but what we what we see in the industry now is that most of this is changing. Um, even though it's gradual, but we actually see a big change um, compared to when I first started um, doing telemedicine and even when I moved to the US, how reluctant people were to even adopt things like um, electronic medical records. But now there's a lot of talk about AI, blockchain in healthcare and exciting innovations. I mean, just the other day, I attended an event called um, SOPI, so that is Society of Physician Entrepreneurs, and mm. that's an event that was con that, that was um, hosted in San Francisco, and where um, physicians who are entrepreneurs were actually pitching their companies to a group consisting of other physicians, investors, and um, just healthcare st stakeholders, right? Mm -hmm. And I was very, very impressed to see how much talk there was about oh, how do we bring AI to help physicians make diagnosis? This was not something you could actually talk about before just because um, there was just a lot of reluctance and um, just a lot of reluctance about how AI can actually help. So just to see physicians talking about starting companies that was using machine learning, AI to improve diagnosis, speed up the treatment process. To me, this was a new, it just, it was just, a beginning of a new era and I'm very excited about that and I'm hoping that this actually continues and I can actually see that in the industry. I love it. I love it. Uh, Chidi, no, it's it's really fascinating to see and it's great to see that you're participating in, you know, really leading conversations in this area of innovation and, and, and what's going on today. And it's, it's super exciting to see. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about you know, some of these things that you're seeing um, in healthcare today, it's shaping up to be a really interesting future for healthcare. But tell me a little bit about your grand vision for, for healthcare in the future, whether it's here in the U.S., abroad. Maybe you can describe a little bit about the future of health according to Chitty. What do you see happening if you, didn't, if you had a magic wand, if you had unlimited resources, or you just wanted to see the natural progression of, of healthcare investments that, that are taking place today come to fruition. Maybe you can articulate and, and, and uh, illustrate uh, what, that, what that future looks like. Yeah, so for as someone as a technological enthusiast, um, this is a very nice question for me, but I'm just gonna try to keep it less technical and really talk more about things that people can understand. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm very excited about healthcare. I see a lot of interest um, really into in healthcare, and I see a lot of people really talking about how they can actually change healthcare. Um, mm. In the future, I do see more um, healthcare startups getting it right. I think that right now, because of all the interest that is going into healthcare, right now healthcare makes up about 18% of GDP, so everybody's talking about cutting costs. There's a lot of buzz and whistles, and um, entrepreneurs are still deciding, oh, what makes sense for us right now? And mm. uh, I hope, I'm hoping, and I actually do see it happening, that with the increase in data sharing, consumer awareness, and access to technologies and funding, especially in Silicon Valley, where there's a lot of funding really going into healthcare startups, I expect that new companies will start coming up with innovations that actually improve healthcare. 
and not just pay lip service to, oh, we want to cut costs or we want to try and improve healthcare. I do see them actually getting companies that really improve healthcare mm. and increase this gap of healthcare access and quality of healthcare in different populations. And we're already seeing this really. Um, I, I, I expect to see more of that. We're seeing smart entrepreneurs actually picking up sectors in healthcare that could actually have a huge impact on the ecosystem. And I expect this trend to continue really. Um, so really like one of the things we do at Creative Ventures is mainly to look for companies that can actually help with um with with this kind of things. Well, okay, how do you actually help? Do you really have a value proposition that you're going to improve in the healthcare ecosystem, in the workflow of the patient, as opposed to just saying, Oh, we have this new technology, oh, you should try this out, or oh, we think this would be um, a fantastic addition to um system. Mm, mm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, I totally believe in your vision uh, uh, and I see it happening and it's really exciting. It's a really fascinating time uh, to see what's happening in this value based world that we're emerging in and, you know, cutting costs. And hopefully, you know, we're living in this lifetime where, we're, where we get to see a significant portion. I believe it, a significant portion of the U.S. GDP be able to be repositioned. Uh, in more efficient ways that elevate, you know, society as opposed to bringing, you know, just supporting, you know, sick care and uh, and, and the way that the the the, the service based model was set up in healthcare. Uh, so it does feel, uh, you know, good that we're we're starting to turn the corner here, and it's great and exciting to see your your vision and your illustration that I see happening for sure. Um, Chitty, one of my last questions is more about, you know, from a, a well being standpoint or health standpoint on a personal basis. You see a lot in healthcare. You've experienced a lot, uh, and then you also have to have a, lo a lot of level of dynamism to pursue your scholastics, further your uh, education, your professional career, stay on top medically, stay on top of innovation. So you have a lot of context switching, which I can imagine you you and I you can hear it and I can see it. You know, you have you're always comfortable having a high level of resilience, but. What uh, what is one or two things that you do on a personal basis to, to that that keep your engine going that um, keep you very uh, feeling healthy and good? Whether it's a morning routine or weekly routine, what what really works for you? Yeah, I think that's a very interesting question. That will take a little bit of time uh, <laughs> to think about. Um, but but I think one of the things that actually kept me going, especially coming from a country like Nigeria, with, mm -hmm. where you see so much poverty, mm -hmm. um, the thing that keeps me going really is looking back at where I'm coming from and all the impact I've been able to have. So, for instance, right now, Mobicure, one of the companies that I started working with, right now they're actually providing free healthcare services to women. And this just helps you to realize that, okay, you're not just wasting your time, right? You're actually doing things that really are very impactful and things that will actually improve people's lives. So I think that um, that helps you, that helps you to keep keep the momentum going, to keep the passion rising. And mm -hmm. I think the other thing that most people try to not talk too much about because it seems like, oh, you should just be work, work, work. But I believe so much in having the work-life balance, right? Right. Um, as a business school student, I have a lot of, um, I take a lot of time off where I'm just on my own trying to read, trying to go through books. So one of the books I'm actually reading now is this Trevor Noah. I don't know if you know Trevor Noah's book, um, Born a Crime. And that's funny. And so just being able to read something like that. 
that's what I do in my spare time. So it helps me to keep my to keep my well-being intact while also keeping me in, um, informed on what are the situations that people are actually facing and then um, being able to just keep the momentum going, I, I would say. Mm. Mm. No, actually, I love it. I, I really appreciate it. I agree with you on the work-life balance. And also, yeah, it's funny you say Trevor Noah. It's actually, that's actually one of my favorite episodes. Uh, yeah. Comedians in cars, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, where he interviews uh, Trevor Noah. He's so funny and, and dynamic. But uh, um, yeah, inserting humor, you know, work-life balance, so important and key. And uh, you know, this concept of work, 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 work. You know, it's it's counterintuitive. And I think as we progress society-wise in the modern world with technology we realize that we still have these organic brains that were not geared for just, you know, a hundred hours worth of work without degrading. Right. So the right. research is, is key. And, uh, but the most important part and takeaway that I'm, I'm taking away from this episode and this interview with you is, you know, hunger and passion is, is really key and it serves as a really great foundation. And, um, I, you know, I see it here and I say, so, so kudos to your work and what you're doing and your growth and your ascension uh, in your career, uh, and, and on a personal basis. And then the second thing I want to say thank you for is for peeling off time to do this, to share your background, your passions and your future of health, uh, your vision of health in the future. Um, so I just want to say thank you for that. And, uh, my very, very last question is social media wise. If you'd like anyone to reach out on social media or directly, or if you'd like any of that to happen, what would be a good way for our listeners to, to, uh, to reach out? Yeah, I think the best way is LinkedIn. Really, um, I make it. I make it a point of reference to actually reply all my LinkedIn messages. Um, it could take a while, but I always make sure I try to reply, just because I feel like being connected is the best way we can actually um, pay um, pay back, pay forward to any kind of person that feels bold enough to actually reach out to you. So LinkedIn would be the best way um, for you to reach out to me. Great, great. Well. Now, Chitty, again, this was this was great to have you on. To our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. The show is for anyone with a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Uh, Chitty, again, thank you so much for taking time to do this. This was great. Yeah, thank you, Antonio. And just before I go, I would like to also say thank you to you um, for just giving for doing this thing and giving people a platform to actually share their passion about healthcare. I think it's very important that we have um, people like you talking about healthcare, bringing awareness to people that don't really understand much about the industry. So I'd like to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here. And I thank you a lot for actually doing this. I think this is a great show. And I, I actually love listening to this show, actually. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support. Um, we are friends now officially. So, <laughs> but no, all kidding aside, but um, as you go along, love to have you back on the show. And Bye. no, I, I really appreciate it. And it's, it's, it's so fun to be in this field. You know, it's, you're, you, I'm sure we're very similar where, you know, you can't find yourself doing anything but focused on health, you know, health exactly. is everything. So I appreciate you, uh, your support, uh, Chitty. And this is, this is great. So uh, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, Antonio, and I hope to be back very soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much.